This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. This is the Holy Eucharist Rite 2 for All Saints Day, November 1st, 2023.
Please stand as you are able. Blessed be the one holy and living Trinity. Glory to God. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion of fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the Revelation of John. After this, I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. 
they cried out in a loud voice saying, salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me saying, Who are these robed in white and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat, for the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response for the reading is Psalm 34. We will say it together in unison. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. I have a glory in the Lord. Let the humble hear and A reading from John's first letter. <clears throat> See what love the Father has given us, 
that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. The word of the Lord. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of our Lord. God grant us serenity to accept the things that we cannot change, courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Last night was Halloween. You probably knew that. 
and my daughter didn't smile once. She's 12 years old, but that's not why she didn't smile. My daughter was dressed up as Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family <laughs> for Halloween. There's a new Netflix show starring Wednesday Adams, and she's obsessed with it, and the whole family had to be the Adams Family because of my daughter's newfound obsession with Wednesday Adams, who is famous, of course, for wearing all dark clothes and not smiling. A absolutely fitting entry into uh, being a teenager, so I'm very excited for her. <laughs> my daughter, some of you know, some of you do not, smiles all the time. My daughter smiles and is friendly, and this is her whole being. And yet, for several hours last night, I did not see her crack a smile once because she was not my daughter. She was Wednesday Adams. She understood the role and she relished in playing that role. She relished in the make-believe. In fact, right this moment as I'm preaching this sermon, one of my other children is in a school play of Willy Wonka and he's an Oompa Loompa right now. Another opportunity to make believe. Last night, our whole family was in fact not the Duvall family, but the Adams family. And we all got dressed up and we played that part. And what I love about Halloween, there's a lot of things I love, stealing my kids' candy, top, top, of, the, top of the rank. But one of the things that I really love about Halloween is to see imagination incarnate. To see people of all ages actually, but most beautifully expressed in our children, just fully in living into make-believe. Imagining that there's something else. And it's such a beautiful thing to see because, you know, costumes have gotten a little bit advanced lately. But when I was growing up, it was like this plastic mask you'd slap on your face and it had that elastic on the back that would snap half the time and you'd be suffocating under it. But I was Superman because the mask and the costume said so. You'll see people not just trying to look perfectly, but making believe into something and watching for a whole evening, not just joy and laughter, of course, but what you're seeing is imagination. Imagination incarnate. People giving over themselves over to a different story and allowing something else to be true other than the normal that they're used to. I do not believe that our gospel is make-believe. I do not believe that it is a fairy tale and I do not believe that to be a Christian is to pretend that this isn't real. But I do believe it requires imagination. I do believe it requires imagination for us to see God's presence and activity in this world and in our own lives. Are we given over to our own devices? We will often see this as a dark place, a cold place, a godless place where everything that happens is by chance. It takes about five seconds with the news for us to be completely lost in despair and overwhelm. And now we don't even, we can't even turn it off. It's on every part of us. It's on our phones. It's everywhere we look. It's just a part of us now. Tonight we heard 
from the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is often and just, just almost regularly radically misunderstood. Radically misunderstood as a book that's primarily about predicting the future when it is not about predicting the future. It is, in fact, of course, describing the reality of a world in which God is in control, and we believe in that. But the story of Revelation is not about us reading something so we can predict what will happen later. The story of Revelation is a story that is told in a way that pushes us to use our imagination to recognize that God is here and now and present and working in our lives. To use our imagination to see a world through God's eyes and to recognize that this world, looking exactly like it does, is in fact in the arms of a God that loves it and will not abandon it. That you, where you are right now, are in fact completely and totally in God's arms. A God who loves you and will not abandon you. As much as I love Halloween, I love all saints as well because we come together and we remember the people who have died who are still very much a part of who we are. Our faith tells us, the Christian faith tells us that those who have died are alive in Christ and that they are very much not just in our memory, not just a sentimental part of our lives, but are very much a part of our lives truly and practically right now. That they, like us, completely and totally belong to a God who has not abandoned them. And so we have this reading from Revelation where this person is seeing sort of the heavenly throne room, getting to get this picture of everything. And he says, and, and look, there's all these people singing to God, close to God, whose tears have been wiped away, who know justice, who know peace. And the, and the, and the author, John, says, you know, the, you love this part because the elder goes to the author and goes, who do you think that is? And the author goes, I don't know. You're the one who knows. Let's not do the heavenly pop quiz here. What's going on? And the elder says, you're right. These are the ones who've gone through the great ordeal and are now in front of the throne. He's talking, of course, about the great ordeal of death. He's saying those who have died are now not in the ground, but in fact, at the throne of God, that close to God. But if we are being honest, in our experience of death, it takes imagination for us to see that. It takes something, because we can't see it here, friends. It takes our imagination, and that again, I want to stress, this is different than make-believe. Imagining A make-believe is something kids get rid of when they grow up, but I'll tell you what, imagination is something that we are meant to hold on to and, and nurture and care for. To imagine a world that looks like what God sees. And to imagine 
the reality that we don't always see, which is that we are not ever abandoned by God. It takes imagination to recognize that those who we love that are gone, that have died, are not, in fact, have not, in fact, left us. And so I, I turn to this, this story from Revelation not to help us think about what will happen at the end of times, but to help us engage in the imagination that we need to realize that those we love are, in fact, a part of our lives now, continuing to shape us with the love that we shared in this life. It's not just about what happens then. It's about the reality that God is with us now and that the people that we love are still very much a part of our lives now. I have to, I have to use my imagination to remember that the hardest part for me when I think about the ones that I love who have died is um, I just miss them. Simple, right? I just miss them. I want to call them. We're going to read these names later from those who have died in the last year from this church. And I just miss looking out and seeing them here. So it takes imagination for us to recognize that those people that we miss are still very much a part of us. Our Eucharistic feast, we share in communion together. And we say that we're joining our voices with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven who ever sing God's, forever sing God's praise when they say, holy, holy, holy. This is a reminder that when we are praying, when we are sharing in this meal, we're not just remembering tonight those who have gone before. We are sharing this meal with them. The old Protestant theologian John Calvin didn't believe that if you, when the priest blessed the bread and the wine, that it became Jesus. What he believed, though, was that the entirety of the people who prayed that prayer were lifted up into heaven and were sitting with the heavenly host next to those who have died and the angels and the saints and all were together sharing the meal. And I'm not a Calvinist. And I believe in the presence of Christ in the bread and the wine. And also there is something powerful about that image for us because we keep thinking about, oh, if I can just use my imagination, I could just think about this, where I'll go when I die, or, 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 or the person that I love that I miss, maybe, maybe they're still with me. What I want us to understand is that we, it's not just that they are with us, we are with them. Through our love for those who have gone, we are connected more fully to the God who never lets us go. And through our love, for those we miss, we are not just engaging in sentimentality or nostalgia. We are being drawn up into God's throne room 
and sharing in the love for which we are made. I invite you this evening not only to reflect on those who have died, I invite you to use your imagination. Ask God to help you recognize that you are with them still and that they are with you, that you are not here to commemorate them so much as you are here to commune with them, to be connected to the ones who have never left us and to be transformed in our view of this world by our recognition that we still completely belong to those who have died and they belong to us. And all of us together, all of the saints living and dead belong to God who never lets us go and who loves us into eternal life every day. In Jesus' name. as we profess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and God's kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, she is worshiped and glorified. She has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Prayers of the people. The Lord takes great pleasure in us. God cares for us and hears our prayers. So let us pray. We offer our prayers 
Our hope is set on you, O Christ. Bless your church, O Lord. Increase our faith in you. Increase our love for one another. Increase in us a spirit of wisdom. We offer our prayers. Bless the human family, O Lord. Bless the poor. Bless the hungry. Bless those who now weep. We offer our prayers. Bless this good creation, O Lord. All things were made through you, and by your resurrection, they were given new life. We thank you that you are already making all things new. We offer our prayers. Bless this city, O Lord. May we be known as a generous people, doing to our neighbors as we would have them do to us. We offer our prayers. Bless those in need, O Lord. You adorn the poor with victory. You fill those who are hungry. Make happy those for whom we pray. We offer our prayers. Bless the saints who now rest from their labors, O Lord. Give to them the kingdom of God as a possession forever and ever. We offer our prayers. Please be seated.
Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. Almighty God, have mercy upon you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. And may the peace of the Lord be always with you. Walk in love as Christ loves us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
Please stand as you're able. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and It is truly right to glorify you and to give you thanks. For you alone are God, living and true, dwelling in light inaccessible, from before time and forever. Fountain of life and source of all goodness, you made all things and fill them with your blessing. You created them to rejoice in the splendor of your radiance. Countless throngs of angels stand before you to serve you night and day. And beholding the glory of your presence, they offer you unceasing praise, joining with them and giving voice to every creature under heaven. We acclaim you and glorify your name as we sing. acclaim you, Holy Lord, glorious in power. Your mighty works reveal your wisdom and love. You formed us in your own image, giving the whole world into our care, so that in obedience to you, our creator, we might rule and serve all your creatures. When our disobedience took us far from you, you did not abandon us to the power of death. In your mercy, you came to our help, so that in seeking you, we might find you. Again and again, you called us into covenant with you, and through the prophets, you taught us to hope for salvation. God, you love the world so much that in the fullness of time, you sent your only Son to be our Savior, incarnate by the Holy Spirit, Born of the Virgin Mary, he lived as one of us, yet without sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, to the sorrowful joy. To fulfill your purpose he gave himself up to death, and rising from the grave destroyed death and made the whole creation new and that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us. He sent the Holy Spirit, his own first gift for those who believe, to complete his work in the world 
and to bring to fulfillment the sanctification of all. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, his heavenly Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. At supper with them, he took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Father, we now celebrate this memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his descent among the dead, proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand, awaiting his coming in glory and offering to you from the gifts you have given us, this bread and this cup. We praise you and we bless you. We praise you, we bless you, we give thanks to you, and we pray to you, Lord our God. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them, and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one holy Catholic and apostolic church, redeemed by the blood of your Christ. Reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. We remember before you this night, Bob Springer. Shirley Baldwin. Margaret O'Malley. Alice McKelman. Mark Beatty, George Caller, Karen Schroeder, Tom Butler, Nancy Karstead, Frank Keenan, Marianne Fairley, Phil Goldman, Charmaine Powers, Marguerite Reeves, Sandra Underwood, Robert Hopkins, Bill Powell. Jane Jenkins, Frank Griswold III, Richard Miller, Marilyn and Jack Osborne, Mary Bonansinga, John Hopper, Kenny Sanger, Kathy Hunnefeld, John Bentley, Elizabeth Lilly, Marilyn Ott, James Brammer, Don Brither Matthews. William Nodal. Elizabeth Nodal. Jack McDonald. 
Alice Ford. Frank Metzmeyer. Star Ford. Michael Krug. Patricia Cellini. James Garvey. Tim Hogan. Grant Craig. Janet Ray. Christy Grau. Nancy Moody. Wilson Wheel. We remember all who have died in the peace of Christ and those whose faith is known to you alone. Bring them into the place of eternal joy and light and grant that we may find our inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and with all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past. We praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
please stand as you're able. And let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. My friends, life is short, and we have little time to gladden the hearts of those who travel the way with us. So be swift to love, make haste to be kind, and may the blessing of God Almighty, the Creator, the Christ, and the Holy Spirit be among you now and remain with you unto the ages of ages. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Thanks be to God.